0: Hey guys, it's Haley. What's up? This is Fire Starters, and this is my newest type of content that I'm releasing every single Wednesday. They are shorter, more personal uh, episodes that are just me and the mic, solo episodes, which many of you have requested, and uh, they are going to be available after today inside of of the new Kindled podcast Patreon community. So if you want to join us, you can learn more at patreon.com slash Kindled podcast and join that community for $10 a month, and you will then receive all of the forthcoming Firestarters episodes every single Wednesday. Okay, so for today's topic, we are talking about cancel culture versus politicide. So cancel culture, for those of you who do not know, it's the practice of withdrawing support for public figures and companies after they have done or said something considered objectionable or offensive. Cancel culture is generally discussed as being performed on social media in the form of group shaming. Comparatively, politicide is the deliberate physical destruction or elimination of a group whose members share the main characteristic of belonging to a political movement. It is a type of political repression and one of the means which is used to politically cleanse populations, with another means being forced migration. All right, so I realize this is a pretty heavy topic, but I want to talk about this today because it is running rampant we are seeing so many people, I guarantee everyone listening, you've probably seen it in your news feed, somebody telling you, giving you an ultimatum, that if you believe this thing, or if you are voting this way, or support supporting this candidate, go ahead and unfriend me now. And then even maybe in addition to that, walk off a cliff and go to hell. Like that is literally what people are saying. So I just want to address this this whole idea of politicide and, and it does kind of dovetail with cancel culture. They're different, but related. Um, And I think that we as Christians have perhaps been lulled to sleep by culture, by a culture that seemed largely Christian. It seemed friendly to us. It seemed like we could kind of get along with everyone and kind of be cool with everyone, just be one of the gang. But, you know, we love God a little, but we're still here to party. We're still cool, you know. And and suddenly, all, all of a sudden, it appears that, oh no, those ideals are not okay. Having absolute truth, not allowed. Like, who even are you if you believe in an absolute truth? How dare you put that on me? Who do you think you are to tell me what is true? So this is the problem. A couple days ago, an account on Instagram called Design Mom, who I'm sure lots of you have heard of by now, posted basically a a long thread that she had put on Twitter explaining why she wanted you to, um, as a Trump follower, if if anyone was a Trump follower of, of hers, she wanted to block you. She wanted you to no longer have access to... Uh, things like social events, barbecues, um, books, music, literature. She wanted IKEA and Target to refuse to sell their goods to you. She wanted you to not have access to internet or, um, you know, any or cable. And she she basically wanted your life as you know it to end. And she literally said, "I would not miss you if you were gone," implying and and more than implying asking for people to literally disappear. She does not want you to, she thinks you are a blight on humanity if you vote for Trump. This is, this is literally her words. And you can go and find her post at Design Mom or just Google it. You'll find it very easily. Um, And there, the, the amount of support for this post is like staggering. The amount of comments on it saying like, you explained my heart you expressed exactly what i've been trying to put into words and haven't been able to and it just kind of goes to show you the extreme hatred that exists in our in our culture today. I won't say nation because she actually lives in France. She was a former um i believe either she's a citizen or she was a citizen, but she lived in California, Oakland, California, of course. Um before moving to France, but this this goes beyond national identity. This goes into really more of an idea of what we believe is right and good and true as people. And so part of the reason that she, I think, in my opinion, part of the reason she has such strong feelings for Trump supporters is because she doesn't have a standard of absolute truth. So for her, um, her truth is her politics and her ideas of what is right. Um, her ideas of uh, who who kind of fits her standard that she's created that she has become this arbitrary this arbitrary measure of right and wrong, good and evil, and she has deemed Trump wrong by her standard. And what's more than that is she has decided that anyone who votes for him or supports him is also categorically wrong, evil, the worst, basically deserves to die. Doesn't even deserve to live. Um, And that idea is behind the word I gave you the definition for earlier of politicide. And while she's only one woman posting on Instagram, if she were a regime, if she were a politician, which I pray to God, she never becomes one. If she were um, influential in the world, she would undoubtedly seek to do away with anyone who had ideological alliances or or alignment with a conservative viewpoint. So what's the problem anyway with doing what she did and saying, hey, if you vote this way, I want you out of my life. I want you out of my feed. I want you gone. You're less than human. I mean, the funny thing is, as I'm saying this, I can't even help but think of Nazi Germany and think of how They first had to change how they talked about and described the Jews in order to rationalize and and basically get away with um, the complete purging of society of an entire people group, an entire ethnic people group. They had to change how they started talking about them. They had to dehumanize them. And that's exactly what she is doing here. She's dehumanizing people. She's making them less than human because of their view, because of how they vote, because of their politics. And she's calling for the eradication of people like that from society. She's calling for the limitation of their rights. They're they're now less than human. They're less than full human because of the way that they vote. So obviously for us as believers, we know, you know, flat on its face, this is, this is ungodly. This is uh, cruel. This is wicked. This is evil. Her post is wicked and evil. I mean, that is not an overstatement. That is not an exaggeration. And so we have to ask ourselves, okay, well, if that's wrong, then what is the right response for us as Christians? And should we be doing that to our ideological opponent? Should we be doing that to our political opposite? Should we be calling for the dehumanization and devaluation of those on the other side who we deem you know, wrong and incorrect? Because by her own standard, by her opinion, um, those who vote for Trump are, are 100% categorically wrong. And worse than wrong, they're, they're less than, you know, they're less than human. And they're actually a blight on society. They're not just, well, you're incorrect. It's you are actually a problem and you need to be done away with. So let's look at how we as Christians need to respond to something like this and how we need to, um, how we need to comport ourselves in light of a culture that is calling for the eradication Of those of us who not only just support Trump, it's really not about Trump. Like, don't get hung up on that. You may not be voting Trump. You don't have to be voting Trump for this to be relevant to you. This is not about Trump. This is about the eradication of views that don't align with the narrative, with the majority, with what the culture says is right or good or true or beautiful or lovely. And so we have to, as Christians, understand, well, forget about Trump. Forget about that, because that's a polarizing topic, even for believers. Who gets to tell me what is right for me to believe? Who gets to set my standards? Who gets to tell me what is valuable and what I should value? God alone is the answer. God alone. So let's just look at the Ten Commandments that God has given us. That These are the things God values. He has told us. What is important to him? The 10 things that are the most important to him that we follow. And because this episode is short, I'm just going to draw your attention to a few. Number one, he has said, you shall have no other gods before me. Okay, so he comes first. That means politics don't come first. Ethnic identity doesn't come first. Race doesn't come first. Your gender, your nationality, your social or political affiliations cannot be placed before God in terms of importance. Too, you shall not make idols. You shall not make idols out of your beliefs, your political ideals, your candidates, Trump or Biden or Hillary or anybody else. They shall not be your idol. Do not make an idol out of a politician, out of an ideal, out of a policy, even out of a good thing. There are no idols to be made whatsoever. And an idol is anything that we worship. We worship all kinds of things with our lives. God is saying, don't do that. He is saying, worship me alone. Uh, In Matthew 22, a Pharisee asked Jesus, teacher, which commandment is the greatest in the law? And Jesus declared, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So we've got love God and love others. The idea of politicide, the idea put forth in this post, although she's not going to ever call it politicide. She's not labeling it that, but that's what it is. It stands in direct opposition to scripture, to what God has commanded, to both love God and love others. Because by doing this, by putting an ultimatum out there, that you must either align ideologically with me on something that God hasn't even given us a rule on which party to vote for. That is making an idol of possibly yourself, definitely of your politics, and that's not loving others. Because here's the thing, if God wanted us to draw lines in the sand around beliefs and say, you're in and you're out, don't you think he would do that around his own gospel, around his own truths, around his own words? Not around the words of, Donald Trump? Or Joe Biden? If God wanted you to go around slamming doors in people's faces and saying, you fall beyond the line, you fall beyond the pale of what is acceptable, don't you think he would be the one who gets to say what that is? And it would be his word, the very perfect standard by which we have been held to, and by which Jesus adhered perfectly on our behalf so that we could be made right before God because of Jesus's work on the cross. But no, this way of thinking makes this individual, this woman, the standard of righteousness. It makes her the judge and the jury. That is not what we see in scripture. We don't even get to slam the door in people's faces Based on their rejection of truth, God alone is the judge. Based on the rejection of God, it says, judge not lest ye be judged. And it doesn't mean don't have right judgment about what is right and wrong, but it says do not condemn. That's the word that is meant there. Do not condemn others. You do have to use right judgment in terms of discerning, well, this is true or this is false. This is right or wrong based on scripture, based on what God has said. And so we do judge that way, but we don't condemn. But what this post does and what politicide does is it condemns others based on their views. That's something Christians can take no part in. We can have no part in the darkness and the evil and the hate and the vitriol that is rampant in thinking this way. And basically, making ourselves a standard of righteousness. So this goes for conservatives too. This goes for those of us on the right who who will be voting conservatively in this election. Um, who would probably struggle just as much as this lady with categorizing ourselves as the ones in the right. The standard of righteousness. We cannot cancel or ideologically murder the people on the other side of the fence. That is not the heart of God. That is not okay. So what do we do with that? I think we have to look at God's heart for people and the Great Commission. What did he ask us to do? What did he leave us with? Where did he leave things? You know, it's like he's, you know, Jesus ascended into heaven. Where did he leave us? What did he give us to go on? In Matthew 28, Jesus is commissioning his 11 disciples in Galilee, and he is telling them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. Now, I'm no preacher, I'm no seminary grad, but I just want to highlight a couple things here for us. Jesus speaks with all authority, first off. So his word is directly from the Father. He is speaking with the authority of God himself. And he tells his disciples, first off, first priority, make disciples make more of yourselves, make more who follow after me, not make more converts to conservatism, not make more converts to liberalism, to seeing the value and the good of your policies. No, make disciples of me. And so I think it's so easy for either side in this discussion to try and just make disciples of our own ideologies, of our own views. And that's not the call here. That's not the call. And you guys, I am just as susceptible to this as anybody else. It is so easy for me to venture from the line of, I believe these policies are the best. I believe that the, the, the conservative party supports my values and aligns more closely with my faith than um, than the Democratic Party does at this present moment. And I actually believe that's true. So I'm not saying that that's not true. But it is very easy for me to make that the ultimate thing and that the the measure by which I decide whether or not someone is good or righteous or or holy or a Christian, and that's that's not on me. That is not the standard God has given us. He has given him, us himself and his word as the standard. And so he has said, "'Go make disciples of all the nations.'" The second thing there, I've only said, the part I was just talking about was how he said, go make disciples. And then in that second part of verse 19, he says, of all nations. So it's not just of those who look like you, those who think like you, those who agree with you, those who align with you ideologically or politically or socially or culturally. No, all nations. That means we have to pursue, be open to, loving, caring for, sharing the good news with, um, literally caring for even the physical and and natural needs of people everywhere who think all kinds of things. That is hard. That is really hard work to be engaged in. And you know this if you live in a neighborhood in the world, because your neighbors are all over the board. And you may even have a hard time connecting with them, but we are called to go to all nations. So that means we're not allowed to just siphon ourselves off into echo chambers where everybody looks the same as us, thinks the same as us, believes the same, and we are just surrounded by one big pool of conservatives. And we think that the whole world is conservative because we're so immersed in that culture. We don't even realize what's outside of it. We're not supposed to do that. That's wrong. That's That's creating an idol out of our politics and even out of something that could be a good thing, like a value or a or a policy if it was good. Um, so that is verse 19. baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit, not, might I add, in the name of Democrats or liberals or conservatives or Republicans, not in that name, in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. And then teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. So there is a an uh, if then statement here in the sense of there is something that we will do as followers of Christ, and that is obey our Father out of love for Him, not out of fear, not out of um, trying to earn our way into heaven, but because we love Him. And so that is the Great Commission. That is what He tells His disciples to do. I bring this up because we live in a time, and we are we are existing right now in a time where it can, it could feel confusing based on who you're listening to of what our goal is as believers is our goal to win an election is our goal to get our candidate into office is our goal to convert as many as we can to our political point of view, or is our goal to love God and love others by fulfilling the great commission By baptizing souls in his name, making disciples of all nations, and teaching them to obey what he has commanded. I have to remind myself of this just as much as I am saying it to you right now into this microphone, because it is so easy to make idols out of our beliefs. But this is the moment where it matters that we don't do that. This is the moment where the world is spinning out of control with the amount and number and frequency and and weight of the idols that they are crafting and spinning into existence and lifting up on a pedestal for everyone to behold. And that is what this post by Design Mom has done. It has elevated self over God and politics over people. And we as Christians have no part with that. We have no part to play in that kind of darkness and that kind of wickedness and that kind of hate. We have our marching orders. We know what we are to do. We have been given clear directions from Christ. And as Christians, we must follow them. We must love God with all our heart and soul and mind and love our neighbor as ourself. And if your friend asks you to unfriend them and, and unfollow them if you're voting for Trump or if you aren't voting this way or whatever the ultimatum is, you are bound not to obey them. <laughs> you are bound not to do what they say. And Whether that looks like you having a conversation, asking to get coffee without revealing your stance, trying, pleading with them to to understand that there is a human there on the other side of that ultimatum that loves them and cares for them and sees them as more than just a, a vote or a policy or a politics supporter, we are bound not to obey the world, we have orders from Christ. It is clear what he meant. There is no confusion here, friends. We must not be guilty of committing politicide the way that this lady has with her posts and the way that so many are with their social media, with their real-life relationships. It's truly tragic and sad and heartbreaking, but we cannot take part in it. We can agree to disagree. We can have hearty and and impassioned and respectful and um, intentional conversations with people around the issues. We can try to win people to our side if that's your thing, but we cannot cancel and erase and revoke the rights or the, the value and the dignity and the worth of another human being just because they don't agree with us. God doesn't even do that. God doesn't even do that. What right would we have to do that? Now, God is the judge. He is perfect and holy and righteous, and he will judge those who do not have the blood of Christ on their account for the sins that they have committed against him. He says that in his word. It is clear. They will be judged. They will pay an eternal price of separation from God if they do not know him. But until they die, he doesn't cancel them. If they have breath in their lungs, it's not too late. No one is beyond the reach of God, no matter what they've done, no matter what they've believed. Look at Paul, persecutor of Christians, literally rounded up and killed probably thousands of believers. And God stopped him in his tracks, did a 180 on his life, and he became one of the greatest apostles in all of scripture and wrote so many books of the Bible that have given us so much in terms of knowledge and understanding of God and who he is and what Christ has done. So, yeah, wow. That is politicide. That is my commentary this time around on what's going on in social media with canceling people and demanding that they adhere to our ideals or else, you know, they're getting erased. So, man, guys, I, uh, I, I, pray for those of you listening who are dealing with tough situations in your real life, with your friends, with your family. Um, I'm there too. And I pray for all of us that we would be given a supernatural um, wisdom and discernment to know what is worth fighting for and who is worth fighting for and what God's heart is for these people, for us, for our friends, for our family, that that he would give us words to say that he would make us, um, strong for battle for the battles that we need to fight and make us humble and, um, trusting in him for the ones that we need to sit out and, um, and not fight. So thank you so much for listening. Wow. That was a big one. That was a heavy one there. I have a feeling this is this going to be a theme. It's going to be a trend. This is who I am. This is what I do, but this is what fire starters are. And if you are enjoying these, I would love to invite you to join the Kindled Patreon community at patreon.com slash Kindled podcast. It's $10 a month. You're going to get four a month. They're obviously probably going to be longer than 15 minutes because that's just what I do. Also, I cannot help myself. I will try to keep them short, but um, I guarantee they'll be under 30 minutes. I'm going to really aim for 15 minutes in the future when I can edit better. But this is Firestarters. So please come join us. Um, I would love to have you. Like I said, I'm going to say that over and over again. It'll just be so much fun. You can vote on topics. Tell me what you want to hear me talk about and it'll be fun. We can chat inside the Patreon community. Okay, guys patreon.com slash kindle podcast uh yeah i will see you monday for our regular episode and yay that's the launch of christianity and culture so many exciting things okay have a great day